This is Messenger Insight, a podcast program brought to you by Oklahoma Baptists and the Baptist Messenger. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Baptist Messenger podcast. I'm joined with uh, two brothers and friends here who serve with Oklahoma Baptists, Alan Quigley and Doug Matlock. Hey, guys. Hey, Brian. Hi. Welcome to uh, the podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about the Advance Conference, which is set for January 30th and 31st right here in Oklahoma City at Quail Springs Baptist Church. Alan, can you tell us more about the event and what all's on the plans? Yeah, the Advance Conference uh, was formerly known as the State Evangelism Conference. And several years ago, um, one of our former uh, friends and colleagues, uh, Bob Mayfield, and I had a conversation that we really needed to move that to a Great Commission event. And uh, if we were going to do that, then we needed to make sure that we fulfilled the Great Commission in that event, meaning we needed to have evangelism and discipleship. Because without uh, those two things going together, we really weren't completing the uh, Great Commission. So uh, we see that as evangelism that leads to discipleship and discipleship that leads back to evangelism. And it's a process, kind of like a coin with two sides. And so the theme this year is together, and meaning that discipleship and evangelism are hand in hand. They go together. And if we're really going to accomplish the Great Commission, it requires that we participate in both disciplines. So we're looking forward to it. It's going to be a great event. And I'm glad to have Doug uh, working with me as our discipleship leader uh, to facilitate some of the uh, new things that will be happening at the event this year. That's outstanding. And it's a a two-day event. It's free to attend. Uh, Thanks to the generosity of Oklahoma Baptists, we're able to provide this conference. Um, People can find out more information on the Oklahoma Baptist website. You've got a great list of speakers and topics you might mention uh, how, how that'll work. And then, Doug, will let you chime in on that theme Alan mentioned. Yeah. So um, the speakers this year are are all uh, uniquely uh, gifted in leading their churches in Great Commission kind of work. We have several pastors from Oklahoma that will be speaking, but one of the Oklahomans that will be speaking is a name that we all know, but maybe we haven't all heard at least not in a long time, and that would be Dr. Bob Haskins. Mm, yeah. Dr. Haskins is going to be coming. He's one of our beloved leaders, a uh, former uh, member of our staff here at Oklahoma Baptist, but uh, he he's going to get to preach to us. And so we have, uh, we have his generation and wisdom uh, and experience that he'll be bringing to us. Along with him, we have uh, a speaker from Georgia, uh, First Baptist Church, Villarica, and his name is Kevin Williams. Uh, Kevin was the pastor that led the football coach to the Lord in Villarica. And that coach asked if he could be baptized after uh, practice one day, and so they set up their portable baptistry. It was one of the first uh, uh, legal challenges for uh, this church in the state uh, mm. in Georgia, and it got a lot of national attention. But uh, the community stood behind him and stood behind the coach, and uh, it worked out really well. And so uh, he pastors a, a church that's very evangelistic, but they, they dig deep in the Word. And so they don't just win them and, and move on. They, they actually take them through a process in which they grow to become active in their faith. And so I'm really looking forward to that. But um, So uh, I, I could go through a whole list. We've got 10 yeah. Oklahomans. But one of the other guys that I really uh, am hoping people get to know is Emmett McKenzie. 
Yeah. And Emmett uh, was uh, saved in a Native American church here in Oklahoma City. And that pastor, uh, uh, Brother Factor, uh, developed him, discipled him, and taught him about evangelism. And he went on to be uh, a student at Midwestern Seminary, still going to seminary, just recently got married, wrote a new book about his life story. He's an Oklahoma vocational evangelist, uh, one of the new uh, new guys on the block, so to speak, mm-hmm. for vocational evangelist, and being used literally around the world uh, as he's had the opportunity to travel uh, to uh, uh, other nations even to tell his story. And I think he's going to be a great uh, messenger of the gospel as he talks about how he had to be reached with the good news. And now uh, he's uh, just really excited about the fact that he had a pastor that uh, didn't just leave him there, but taught him how to be a Christian, not just how to become a Christian. Absolutely. And uh, listeners to the podcast will remember, uh, you know, parts of Emmett's testimony and just what what God's done there. It's absolutely incredible. Uh, Doug, he mentioned a minute ago this two-sided coin, Mm -hmm. evangelism, discipleship, discipleship, evangelism. Could you talk about it in reference to this event and also what that has meant for your life and your ministry? Yeah. So what Alan said is just is absolutely right. You know, it's not something that we should see as two separate disciplines that sometimes cross paths or that we take time to do one and then do the other. But it's you don't really share the gospel. You don't know what the good news is uh, without this relationship with Christ. And in discipleship, we're growing in relationship to be more like Jesus. And um, you know, I could share about Alan with somebody if I didn't know Alan. I could go on the internet, look up some information about him, and find a way to tell people about who Alan is. But it's different because I know Alan I work with Alan. We know each other's families. It's different when you have a relationship with somebody. That you, then when I can share now about that person, there's just something real about it, authentic. And in discipleship, that's kind of the, I mean, that's the goal. We're trying to lead people to be more like Jesus, to have a relationship with Jesus, to grow in their faith with him, so that they will then share about him in an authentic way and be excited about sharing about him. And um, really a, a big emphasis for this conference is to help grow in that, help our leaders around the state who are leading in discipleship, help them and equip them in ways to go back to their churches and build ministries that will lead people into those relationships with Jesus that will then set them on fire to share the gospel in their communities, in their workplaces, with their families. Something I love about this event every year, people walk away energized and equipped. It's not just equipped. It's not just energized, but it's both. What's something about the event that you're particularly looking forward to, Doug, that you'd want to share with people today and tell them about? I'm really excited about, uh, we're going to have a guest with us. His name's John McClendon, and he's the executive director of the Disciple Leaders Network, which is uh, a national organization that's um, primarily based online. It's formerly known as the Baptist Association of Christian Educators, BASE. Okay. And John's been in the state before. He worked with Bob before on a conference here that was in Oklahoma City just a few years ago at Quell Springs. But John leads this ministry that helps equip disciple leaders all over the country um, through online resources, through conferencing, through training. We've just recently become partners with them uh, on the state level to help uh, provide resources from Disciple Leaders Networks, uh, excuse me, Disciple Leader Network to any discipleship leader throughout the whole state. And uh, John's going to come in, share about what they're doing, ways that he can come and help other leaders across the state. And he's going to be a guest with us, and we're excited to have him here to do that. 
And then also, Prophet Bailey and I are going to be leading a breakout session on the Tuesday morning uh, portion of the conference that's going to focus on building a discipleship, mini, uh, excuse me, discipleship ministry from scratch. And uh, that may seem elementary to some. Some people may think, well, I've been, we've been doing this for years. <laughs> you know, we've had Sunday school longer than I've been alive and then longer than I've been at the church. But so many people that we're talking to, especially in this past year, we're coming out of COVID, we're coming into um, almost a new era of church mm-hmm. ministry, and we're also seeing just a new wave of discipleship leaders, where they're seeing these people who are who are stepping into roles on staff at church in leading in discipleship or Sunday school or small groups. We're seeing um, there's a lot of volunteers that contact us looking for help, looking for um, ways to 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 lead these ministries, and th- there's just a great need to go back to the basics mm-hmm. yeah. to really understand what what's the foundations of building a discipleship ministry. How how can we start from scratch? and really build something that will not just be a new program or be a new system that our church can adopt, but really create a culture of discipleship. And so Prophet and I are going to spend a couple hours that morning with discipleship leaders on how do we do that? How do we start from scratch? And it really goes back to starting with, with you, you know, starting with you as the leader. What's your discipleship journey like? And then it goes out from there into who are you discipling, who's pouring into you, What's the culture like? How do you build a culture? Things like that. So we're really excited to awesome. get to share just a small amount of time with people and hopefully establish some more relationships to continue to go out and develop uh, leaders across the state. Perfect. So we got uh, great speakers, uh, two days, January 30th, 31st, Quail Springs Baptist Church, Oklahoma City. Check it out online is at oklahomabaptist.org. Alan, there's a musical element to this program too. Could you talk about that piece? Sure, and I'm glad you asked about that. And I am almost a little disappointed that I'm doing a breakout because I want to go to all the breakouts. Especially after hearing Doug, I want to go to that one myself. But we've got some great breakouts coming Mm -hmm. as uh, different age groups will be working on uh, on really just engaging their generations or their affinity groups. But one of the things that we wanted was to model discipleship and when we invited Jaron Davis to come back this year uh, to lead us in worship, and he heard the theme, he said, hey, who can I pour into? Mm. And so working with Randy Lynn, uh, we've put together uh, about 100 students from around our state who are part of a student choir for the Advanced Conference. They're going to meet on Sunday night with Jaron, and Jaron's going to go through some things with them and is going to talk to them about the call of God on their life. Jaron is a is a prolific uh, songwriter and performer himself, but his songs we sing in in church every Sunday. We just don't know maybe that he's the one that wrote them. Uh, he yeah. he's uh, written some amazing songs like "Holy Ground" and "In the Presence of Jehovah." Mercy saw me. These are just some that we sing in our services, and uh, he's written he and his wife Becky. And uh, when he was called into this kind of uh, work. He just didn't know uh, how God might be able to use him. And so he's going to talk to these students about how God wants to use their gifts and their their talents uh, as musicians uh, to really make a difference in advancing the gospel and how to use their life as disciples of Christ to to continue to uh, serve Christ through the gifting that he has given them. I think it's going to be a great thing. They're going to sing for 25 minutes on Monday night uh, in our service. 
things that he has walked through with them. And so it's going it's going to be a great uh, a great event uh, because of the fact that we're just not talking about discipling, but we're also trying to model uh, what that looks like and why it's important to uh, to be a part of that. That's awesome. Well, I would encourage everyone listening to this to, to make plans now to attend all of it or part of it. And I love how it's geared toward, yes, pastors, but also ministry leaders, staff, lay people, deacons, yeah. Sunday school teachers, Christian. I mean, you, anyone could come and be energized yeah, and this equipped. Is, this conference is not just for vocational ministers of any kind. Uh, this is really a, a ministry to the church. And every believer would benefit from coming and being a part of it. However, there is two wonderful giveaways that's going to be taking place mm-hmm. this year. If they come by the Oklahoma Baptist booth, if you're a senior pastor and you register, uh, you could win a trip to the Holy Land uh, that Dr. Wow. Fisher is going to be uh, leading uh, later in the year. And uh, you have to be present on Tuesday afternoon at the drawing to be yeah. uh, to win it. But you can put your name then there at the booth and, and win that. Or you, if you're not a senior pastor, you can... Put your name into another uh, fishbowl, and you win a thousand dollars towards a conference and/or the uh, national convention in New Orleans, and you'll be able to go and uh, do that. Perhaps uh, uh, take your spouse with you because a thousand dollars is for uh, the total expenses of the of the trip. So hopefully, it'd be something that both of them would like. We're not going to give away a jacket or a cool shirt or anything like <laughs> that, but we think that we might be able to invest in uh, in discipling uh, some of the senior pastors and and the uh, lay leaders or, or uh, staff members of the church who might want to go to another conference and even uh, dig deeper in the Word. So we're going to be doing that. We will have some giveaways, yep. but those will be surprises. Out- outstanding, outstanding. And there's uh, always great booths and vendors and information ministry. So uh, that's great. So Doug, in, as we talk about all this and think about evangelism, discipleship, this coming event, are you hearing any testimonies that have brought you encouragement or little trends you've seen even within Oklahoma as you as you talk to pastors and others that encourage your heart in this needed area? I just had a conversation today with, with a minister about how uh, th- th- there's, just, there's just a movement within families. Okay. Where, where, where we're seeing families engaging not only just in church life, but also uh, in discipling their, their kids and um, being involved in their communities, inviting people to church. And I th- we're, just, we're on the cusp of something incredible, I believe. But we have to really get passionate about wanting to invest in people, invest in the ministry of discipling uh, our families and discipling the next generations. And... Um, I'm just really encouraged by that, that where we're, it, it does seem like, especially coming out of the past couple of years and things can be very discouraging if we just take a snapshot of right now, but there, I believe, are great days ahead of us in Oklahoma, in the church, but it takes us who are in the leadership position to where God's called us to be serious about making disciples who are then going to be passionate about sharing the gospel with those people in their lives. That's awesome. So... You know, we had talked about people getting energized or having the zeal or getting equipped or having the education. Alan, how can a, you know, we got a lot of people that are part of a lot of different events, but how does having a big event like this propel what's ahead for the year? And what have, what have you seen fruit from that just year by year as you've led in this area? Yeah, that's a great question, Brian. I think that 
the inspiration. There's a lot of discouragement in yeah. the lives of, of pastors right now, especially coming out of COVID. Uh, the church was doing a lot of event evangelism, and those events got shut down. And so some of the fruit that they would be seeing on, an, on a year-to-year basis uh, kind of dried up on the vine because there wasn't an opportunity to do the event-based activities. And so they've begun to look at it more like a personal evangelism strategy that they need to bring to their church. And so we're seeing a lot of churches really put some emphasis in personal evangelism. And as a result of that, we're seeing uh, life change uh, take place in our in some of our uh, churches and, and in our members because they're now engaged with the gospel, not just observing the gospel as it's being shared from a pulpit, but they're engaged with the gospel as they go uh, to their friends and their workmates and uh, schoolmates and all the, the people that are around them on a daily basis. So... Um, I think that's the, the thing that is exciting to me, and I think that the last couple of years we've really seen this move from just a uh, evangelism and discipleship being something that the church does, uh, meaning the, the organization, but really something that the church does, meaning the people who make up the bride of Christ. And so we're, we're seeing that shift, and having Brian and uh, Baldwin with, uh, with youth really showing that passionately this past weekend had over 2,000 students learning how to personally engage with the gospel having Doug and and Prophet working with uh, the discipleship and really showing new uh, innovative ways to engage people with the word of God it's really exciting to me uh, having been to evangelism conferences pretty much all my life and uh, and really seeing people walk away with something that they're going to go implement in their church. Nobody should leave without having a new tool that they can go and utilize in the location where God's planted them. So I'm excited That's awesome. about that. That's awesome. Well, brothers, thanks for all your hard work putting this together. Just to anyone even thinking about it, just go ahead and go and bring a, bring a buddy or a friend with you, a family member, and I know you'll be really glad you did. There's a quote attributed to Abraham Lincoln that said, if I had eight hours to cut down a tree, I'd spend the first seven sharpening my axe and practicing my swing. And it's just this idea, we turn aside for a couple days and it will turbocharge everything we're doing in life and on our church and the ministry context. So thank you for your work on this. Check it out, oklamabaptist.org slash advance. And we'll see you January 30th and 31st. Amen. Thank you. Thanks, brothers. God bless. This Messenger Insight has been brought to you by the Cooperative Program and Oklahoma Baptists. Visit us at baptistmessenger.com or your preferred podcast platform. Oklahoma Baptists, advancing the gospel together.